Now unlocking. The secret world of Alex Pigeons. Welcome. You have one new message. All right. Hello, world. I have returned to the podcast. Uh, I think last year I made two whole episodes, and the year before that I made one. So here's to hoping I can break my record. Um, I do have a few podcasts already laid out and kind of set up and ready for me to record. So let's just hope for the best. We're in this together. Um, I thought it would be fun to start or to relaunch this podcast uh, with the story of how I got catfish last year. Um, but before I do that, let me just kind of give you a rundown of where I am right now. I'm 33. I'm still gay. That hasn't changed. Uh, you could call me gay, lesbian, queer, etc., etc. Um, I'm single. I live in Florida with my cat and my dog. Um, I've been single for, I don't know, at least a year and a half now. And when all this happened last year, uh, it kind of started when I had only been single for about four or five months. Maybe a little less. I'm not sure. Like, I think I started talking to the people in this story um, like right after my ex moved out of the apartment. So I was in like a really kind of sad and vulnerable place. And, you know, I got to give myself a break a little bit because I ignored a lot of red flags. And I know I'm smarter than that, but like, just, I didn't want to see them. I didn't want to see not one of them. Okay, so before we continue, let's talk about the definition of the word catfish. Because there are at least two definitions now in 2019. You have uh, the original version of catfish, uh, and I'm reading these off of Urban Dictionary. Uh, so the first version, a catfish is someone who pretends to be someone they're not using Facebook, Facebook or other social media to create false identities. That's when somebody takes a picture that is absolutely not of them, and they pretend to be that person. And sometimes it's a guy pretending to be a girl or vice versa. Or they're, But the bottom line is they're totally different people. Uh, and then... There's the other version of catfish, which is kind of used in um, kind of more like a douchey trolling way. Um, I've noticed like from guys, like when they meet a girl that doesn't look like her picture. Uh, that definition says, to give the impression of being an attractive person in order to attract someone online while being a complete or near opposite of that portrayed. And the catfish we're talking about today is the second one. Um, she was technically who she said she was. Okay, before I get ahead of myself, let's just start the story from the very beginning. 
I could probably blame a good portion of this whole experience on Fortnite. But I do not regret going down this path because I met like a handful of other people that I am really grateful for. And I'm just, I'm happy that they're in my life. It's just unfortunate that I had to meet this person in order to meet the rest of them. But okay. So in May of last year, I was spending a lot of time in my room by myself. Um, I was just getting out of a four-year relationship. My ex hadn't moved out. Um, Every day when I got home from work, I just went straight to my room, just trying to have like my own space and going through this kind of like hard, sad time. And Fortnite was like blowing up. It was everywhere. Um, so I was like, all right, this is a good time to get into gaming. I, I haven't had time to do any gaming in the last decade because I've just been trying to like survive and I've been in these back-to-back long-term term relationships. So why not? So I played Fortnite a little bit on the computer and then I played it on mobile and I was like meeting all these teammates that were like really douchey guys or like 12 year olds. And I was like, there has got to be a place on the internet for like one adults and two women that like gaming to like get together. So I started searching the internet and I found a program called discord. Anyone, anyone ever heard of discord? Uh, If you do any kind of gaming or you're even like 1% nerd or geek, you know what Discord is. So I found a bunch of Discords for adults looking to like talk to each other and play games together. And they all had like different um, specific things. Like some of them were for gay people. Some of them were for women. So yeah, I was like, this is great. I'm going to find other people like me instead of like going and playing games with children (laughs) or just like really toxic like teenagers and like young men, you know, like just not my scene, not for me. Like that's not me. I'm I'm a 33-year-old lesbian. Like do you think I want to go and play games with, you know, teenage boys that, I don't know, drop really homophobic slurs all over the place? Like, no. So I found this Discord and, ah, Discord. All right, I shouldn't even say it like that because I really like Discord a lot today. Um, It was just part of a lot of stress last summer all the way up until Halloween. But Discord's great. So yeah, this community on Discord quickly became a part of my everyday life. I checked it every day. We, everyone in the community, we all checked in on each other. We did a lot of like joking around. There were voice channels. We would hop on voice channels and just talk to each other. Uh, We would watch movies together. Um, And then I started talking to this specific person on private messages, uh, and we're going to call her Kathy. And at first she she kind of blew me off a bunch. And then 
I guess one day, probably when she decided that I would be useful to her, (laughs) she started talking to me on a regular basis. And we got really close. Um, We eventually even exchanged phone numbers and started texting all the time. I would even go out uh, on my lunch break at work and talk to her on the phone. Like, that's how close we got. And we were getting close, like, while this community was thriving and we were actively a part of it. You know, like, we were all playing games together and we were all talking to each other. And then there was all these friendships on the side forming at the same time. Um, And Kathy even um, convinced me to get a Nintendo Switch and a PlayStation And I started playing other games. I don't play Fortnite anymore. Fuck Fortnite. Um, But yeah, so we ended up all playing a lot of Overwatch together and chatting at the same time. And then that became a daily routine. And we all got so close. Let me tell you just a little bit about Kathy and what Kathy was like last summer. Kathy's from Boston, and she's really pushy, and she's really proud of how dominant she is. Um, Every time someone starts talking about something in this Discord community, Kathy chimes in, and Kathy has her version of every story. Kathy just, like, is all over everything. I mean... A lot of people didn't like Kathy because she made everything about herself. And I didn't really see that back then. I was just kind of like, we're close friends. It's fine. It's great. But that's who Kathy was. She was just really proud of herself in every way. And yeah, so I played a lot of Overwatch with her and this um, other girl who we're going to call Martha. And... Kathy and Martha were really close to each other, too. But I never really got as close with Martha as I did with Kathy. Um, So there was that bit of, like, a triangle going on where me and Kathy were really close to each other and Kathy and Martha were really close to each other. Um, So, yeah. And, all right, this feels a little cringy to bring up, but we're all adults here, and I need to give you a little bit of context Like, when I say we all got close, like, we got really close. This Discord even had a not-safe-for-work channel, and Kathy would spam that channel. Like, when I say Kathy was proud to be a dominant person, like, she was just really portraying herself as this, like, superior top, and... She posted a lot of sexual images on a regular basis. And if she didn't get the responses or the attention that she craved from it, she kind of threw little fits. And I don't think a few of us realized, like, how manipulated we were getting. Like... She was so pushy all the time, and she had kind of a short temper. Uh, And I think we all just wanted to keep her happy. 
And we just kind of got sucked into this like weird thing with her. So yeah, that was something that Kathy really liked doing. Um, being sexual and posting sexual images. Um, this is worth noting because of something really awkward that happens later on. All right, so we are having a lot of fun on Discord. We're having a lot of fun playing games. We're getting flirty with each other. We're getting sexual with each other. Are we friends? Are we more than friends? I don't know. All I know is that we're lesbians, and lesbians like making situations like this really messy in a fun way. Am I right? So at some point during all of this lesbian heat fiasco, um, we all decide, well, the three of us decide that we want to meet in person. Um, me, Kathy, and Martha. So we plan a trip to Boston to stay with Kathy. And at this point, we're Snapchat friends. We Snapchat each other every day. And we speak either on the phone or in games every single day. And in my head, I think maybe me and Kathy will date someday. And I think in Kathy's head, she thinks she's going to date me and Martha one day. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we plan this trip. So about a month before the trip to Boston, Kathy stages a crisis. And I thought it was real. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was real for months, even a month or two after the trip, I still thought it was real. But after comparing notes with everyone that Kathy involved, um, I realized that it didn't actually happen. But it's important to know because I feel like it was part of some kind of like manipulation and like bonding that she was trying to work into the relationships that she had with me and Martha. So she basically just stressed us out for weeks, making us think that she was getting attacked and harassed by somebody. Um, I even, I think I got a new gray hair during those like three weeks. Um, and I'm not really sure what the point of it was other than she wanted to feel like I, I think she was manipulating us to care about her in like a really intense and stressful, like almost traumatic way so that when we met her, um, we would not care <laughs> that she was not the same in person. I don't know. Um, but she was really into how worried we were about her and she was really aggressive about our own feelings and being upset and she really tried to control how we felt about every single little moment of that whole situation. So yeah. So Kathy made us think that she was in danger for weeks uh, leading up until this trip. And then about a week and a half before the trip, it kind of like died down 
And she said that this guy that was supposedly harassing her left her a flower on her table in the kitchen and said goodbye so that now it was safe for us to be there. And it was really messy. It's so messy. I can't even get into all of it. But that's the gist of it, okay? She was in danger, and we were there for her, and she thought it would save her. All right, so I think that's enough context um, on how close I was to Kathy and how close, like, me, Kathy, and Martha kind of all got. So as the trip got closer, I started kind of getting worried that I was not going to be as attractive in person as I was in my picture. Because like I said, I'm a chubby girl. Um, I like taking pictures from good angles. So I started sending Kathy and Martha like unflattering pictures of myself and like on Snapchat and like videos. And I, I kept using like hashtag reverse catfish so that they could see like just me from a bunch of unattractive angles, me standing in front of a mirror, me kind of just goofing off and being silly and kind of like making a joke out of it and just being really lighthearted about it and just being like, this is what I look like. Please don't be surprised. Ha ha ha. And just kind of playing it off. So I thought that would open up the door for anybody else to kind of, I don't know, do the same thing. Like Martha, Martha wasn't like an angle girl. Like what you see is what you get with Martha. So I wasn't really worried about her. Kathy, she didn't really do any of that. She just kind of, she kind of just kept up with her, her same old angle game and selfies and whatever like we were getting like but I just thought like that's just what she looked like so fast forward it's the end of October I'm heading to Boston um I know that everyone knows what I look like I'm comfortable like landing there and seeing these people um me and Kathy are talking on the phone like all the way up to the flight about how nervous we are to meet each other and excited and how fun this week's gonna be and I land and I go outside to meet Kathy and she's like two lanes away in a car and we're talking on the phone and I can kind of see her in the distance like waving and she's like so far away but I know what car she's in so I like I'm like okay I'm walking over and I just like cross a couple lanes at the airport pickup area and I like get closer to her and she comes walking from around the car and it was a surprise it was a surprise I was like what like I can kind of see Kathy in there I think Kathy like like that's Kathy like but everything's happening really fast like I'm walking up and I'm saying like hey and she's saying hello and we give each other a hug and like we're all just like we're both just like nervous and I get in the car and like I'm like almost scared to like look over at her but 
like we're talking and like I need to get used to looking at her. So I'm like glancing at her and I'm glancing out the window as we're kind of just like talking. I can't even tell you what we were talking about. Like maybe like the flight, maybe just like trying to find her. I don't know. Like I was just like too nervous. And then I was just trying to like process what was in front of me and I'm a slow processor. So what I saw in front of me, I would never have recognized as the Kathy that I was getting to know or that I knew from anything she had ever sent me. She was, I don't know, like a hundred pounds heavier. Um, I think that maybe she was like uh, using apps to edit her pictures or she had got like a special lens for her camera to use on Snapchat. Like, I'm, I'm actually really confused at how she was sending authentic-looking Snapchats. Um, but yeah, so she was a lot heavier in person. Um, and just, like, her facial, facial features were totally off. The only real consistent thing about her was her voice. Like, I remember driving away from the airport and listening to her talk and looking out the car window and being like, that's Kathy. Like, I can hear her voice. That's the voice I've been listening to for months. And then looking over at her and being like, just unrecognizable, like, th th like close enough to being the same person that I could say like, maybe this is Kathy's cousin or I don't know, someone in her family, but not Kathy. Like, that's how just different it was. Um, yeah, so I think I just went into this mode where I was in another town or another city. I didn't really have the money to fly out of there. I didn't have the resources to bail if I wanted to bail. And then I also knew Martha was going to arrive in two or three days. And she was about to be in the same situation. So I didn't really feel like I could go anywhere. I was just like, I'm stuck here. Like, I'm here. I got to go through this week. So I didn't really acknowledge what I was seeing. Um... And then in my mind, I was also a little bit paranoid that maybe she thought the same thing about me. Like I was like, maybe I look really different in person and maybe we're both experiencing this because no one's really saying anything. Like I'm not telling her, whoa, you look different. And she's not really saying anything about my appearance or her own appearance. Like she's not saying, hi, oh, I know I look different in person. Like... She looks different. Like she does not look like the same person. Like I can I could work out a before and after picture that goes through like Facetune or Photoshop or something, like something that warps her face into something different. But like you know, like so no one's really acknowledging it and I don't want to like make the situation tense while I'm like staying in her house with her. So I just play it really cool. I'm just kind of like in this weird survival mode. And we go to a Halloween party that night and I meet like this new like group that she's getting into. 
And I just try to get through, let's see, when did Martha get there? I think Martha got there Tuesday morning and I got there Saturday afternoon. So I was like, I just gonna, I'm just gonna chill and go to this party and try to like make it through Sunday and Monday. And it, it seemed fairly easy to get through because Kathy didn't seem really pushy with me in person. She actually seemed um, the opposite. Like I felt like I was in control. Um, she wasn't like this dominant person in real life. Like I, I never felt like I was in danger or like I had this kind of pushy person all over me. I felt safe and fine for the most part, um, just kind of like stressed in the back of my mind because this whole situation just shifted in front of my eyes, you know, like, so it was fine. The couple of days was fine. Um, I like settled down. We kind of just chilled. I kind of just like talked to her, like almost like I had just met her. Like I kind of just dropped everything that had been building up to that point. And I was just like, I'm just going to deal with this person from this moment and in this moment. Um, Cause there's nothing I can do about this and I'm, I can't leave. So that strategy worked for a couple days until Martha got there. Now it's like Monday afternoon and Kathy's getting nervous about Martha and she's starting to vocalize it. Um, She's being super platonic with me and it's cool. I'm relieved and I'm happy. It's like everything shifted. Uh, I'm like, oh, she's not into me. I'm not into her. I'm not what she expected, maybe. She's definitely not what I expected. Everything is fine. Um, But now Martha's on the way. And and we have to get her at like 5 in the morning or 7 in the morning, really early the next day. And Kathy's super nervous. She's just like getting kind of like, just really like kind of neurotic acting. And she just keeps expressing, like, her anxiety about it. And I start seeing, like, a different side of her. And I'm like, all right. Like, like, she's really worried about Martha. And in my head, I'm like, what is Martha going to think about Kathy? Because the way Kathy talks about Martha, like, Kathy thinks her and Martha are getting married one day. Never mind what I expected from Kathy or whatever. Like, whatever's going on with those two, at least from Kathy's perspective, is really intense. And, like, what is this about to be like? You know, and I can't really warn Martha because we're not really talking a lot. We're not really close. And I can't really just send her a message and say, like, watch out because... I just, I'm not close enough to her in that moment to warn her. And I don't want to put myself in like a situation where somebody kicks me out of their house and I'm stranded in Boston. Like, so I'm just like, once again, in pure survival mode. So Kathy's starting to stress out 
and we got to go to bed and get up early and go pick up Martha. <sighs> so we do that. We get up. I get ready. She keeps going through this loop of being worried about meeting her and what if she hates her and whatever. And I don't even, I can't even tell you because I was in such like this like robotic safety mode, like anything else that she said. So we go to pick up Martha and, you know, I don't really know how this person's going to react. So all I know is that she's going to experience something similar um, to what I experienced. So I just make sure I get out of the car first and I give her a big hug. And then Kathy comes around the corner of the car and hugs her too. And I like we're all driving away to go get like coffee and breakfast. And I don't really know what people are going through. I'm just trying to keep the mood of the car really light. Like I'm trying to just engage in conversation and keep it as calm as I can. Um, so yeah. As we're driving to breakfast, all I really know is that I don't know how close they are. I don't know if they've been FaceTiming. I don't know what they send each other. And I don't know how prepared for this moment Martha was. <laughs> but I do know that we're walking into this breakfast place about to have breakfast. And we're ordering food and I'm sitting next to Kathy and Martha's who we just picked up is sitting across from both of us and she's talking to both of us and we're all having a normal conversation as if nothing weird is happening <laughs> but Martha's her eyes are going back and forth between me and Kathy while she's telling this telling us a story about something all I remember is just the look on her face <laughs> And throughout this trip, I just feel like me and Martha communicated so much in looks. Like, we talked about it afterwards, too. But, like, there was some serious telepathy going on. Like, and I feel like that was the first, the first moment was <laughs> having breakfast. The way she was looking at me and then looking at Kathy. But, yeah, so... We head back to Kathy's place. I still don't know what's going on with Martha. Is she freaking out on the inside like I'm freaking out on the inside? Or or is this, like, was she prepared for this? So I go to sleep. And I go to sleep in Kathy's room because that is the only clean room in Kathy's place. There's cat puke on the guest bed. And, um... She just made it so that nobody could sleep anywhere but the couch or her bed. And um, Kathy and Martha are watching TV or something on in the living room. And I'm exhausted from this really absurd human interaction and situation that I've gotten myself in. So I go to bed. And I come out to get some water and 
Martha has fallen asleep on the couch, and Kathy is just sitting next to her with like a blank TV screen or like a static TV screen or something. She's not doing anything but just trying to s- sit next to this girl while she's sleeping. It was pretty creepy. So I don't say anything. I just go get my water and I get out of there. And that's my first hint that maybe Martha is uncomfortable or as uncomfortable as me, at least, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, she's uncomfortable too. And then the next day when I get up, Martha's still on the couch. Martha sleeps on the couch the entire time we're there. And... Kathy slowly just kind of like unravels about it. She's kind of like all up Martha's butt, all worried about what Martha's doing. Um, it was actually pretty intense. I, I couldn't even, I can't even break it down for you because it's really hard to be in somebody's house who's hosting you while they're acting like that um, during like this really strange and stressful situation. But all I can tell you is Martha wanted nothing to do with Kathy. And Kathy was not taking a hint. And she didn't want to accept it. And she did so many awkward things. It's like she was really good at portraying herself on the internet and on Discord this one specific way. And then in person, she was just completely inappropriate like at one point we were all sitting on the couch and at this point she has to know I'm not interested and Martha's not interested but she just starts showing us like sexual pictures on her phone and I just start pretending like I don't know what she's doing and I can't see what she's doing because we're playing overwatch and we're, I'm just looking at the screen on Overwatch, and I'm just ignoring what she does. And, you know, like, that's just what we were dealing with. So, we survived, though. Um, we went and bought a bunch of beer, and we played a lot of Overwatch, and we just tried to keep moving. And when I came back home from that trip, Like, I was just telling um, my other friend who knows both of them that when I came back from that trip, I was so exhausted. Like, I I didn't socialize with anyone for weeks. I just went to work, went home, and, like, slept. I didn't, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I was just so drained from, like, this absurd situation. And... I feel like I lost someone that I thought existed that wasn't real. After that vacation, uh, a few weeks went by and... um, I don't really remember everything me and Kathy talked about but we just kind of acknowledged that we weren't talking to each other as much anymore. Um, and then a few more weeks went by, and then a month went by, and then eventually we just stopped being friends. Um, 
I just started cutting her out of my life. And some of our mutual friends were also doing the same thing. And Kathy wasn't, um, she wasn't removing people off of certain social media things. So I asked her uh, if she would remove somebody that wasn't comfortable talking to her anymore. And she just, she blocked me and I blocked her. And that's the end of that. So, I mean, there's no friendship after all that deception and all the inappropriate things she did. And she lied a lot. I mean, I got manipulated by Kathy for sure. She manipulated us before, a little during, or she tried to at least. And then after, she tried to do a little bit of a cleanup, at least with me like just trying to test the waters to see if there's anything salvageable there. But yeah. So needless to say, we are not friends and we will never be friends again. And uh, I learned some things from that experience and I'll definitely never let anybody manipulate me in those ways. I never had anybody try to manipulate me in all of these ways. It was like she just sat down and and really planned them out. It's kind of sad. So, yeah, that's that on that. Oh, I put off recording this for a long time just because how exhausting it is to tell this story. Like, holy shit. Uh, but, yeah, I will be back next week with another episode. If you want to connect with me, my Twitter is at AlexPedgens. I also just started streaming on Twitch because I play a lot of video games. Um, I'm Alex Pedgens on there too. And I just made my very own Discord where nothing weird like this will ever happen, hopefully. Uh, you can find the link for that on my Twitter or all these links at alexpedgens.com. See ya.